I am Cheryl Witten, and this is The Aromatherapist, where we discover the superpower of plants. Have you ever been curious about aromatherapy and did a simple internet search, landed on a result and thought, that can't be right? The sad truth is most of the information out there about aromatherapy is not correct. It's my mission to change that. Join me in my new course, The Science of Aromatherapy, and learn about the science and chemistry of essential oils, drug interactions, safety considerations, contraindications, and botanical profiles of the 10 most popular essential oils. Visit livelovelemon.com forward slash science course to enroll. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk a little bit about pain and specifically pain during pregnancy. So there are not many pharmaceuticals we can take or that we often choose to take while pregnant. And this is a really beautiful part of a woman's experience, but if you've ever been pregnant, you understand it can be very uncomfortable and painful as the body expands to make room for a new little babe. So many women ask about whether they can use essential oils during pregnancy and what is safe to use for pain relief. So I hear a lot about and experienced myself about pain in the hips and the lower back, leg cramps, pain from varicose veins, muscle aches in general. So let's talk about some of the botanicals that are considered safe to use, as well as take a look at the debate about oils and pregnancy, some of the guidelines, some safety precautions, and then let's talk about when pain needs more immediate attention. So you've probably read somewhere on the internet that You shouldn't use essential oils while pregnant. So there are no hard and fast rules about aromatherapy during pregnancy. We know that compounds with a molecular weight of less than 1,000 AMUs or atomic mass units can cross the placenta. Constituents of essential oils are below 500 AMU. So we think that, and we can extrapolate that, it is possible that they are able to cross the placenta. So what does this mean? Well, it means that they can reach the fetus, but it doesn't necessarily mean toxicity. That placenta is there on purpose for filtration, filtering nutrients to the baby, but also removing waste products from the baby's blood through the placenta. This is part of what the placenta does, but it does mean that the essential oils and those constituents have a possibility of reaching the developing fetus. And so we do need to use caution. We also know that some constituents are phytohormones, and we use these in botanical medicine for correcting hormonal symptoms and for things like progesterone building, for example. So while a woman is pregnant, this is not a good idea. We don't want to be playing with those things. So sometimes we do have to be careful on the botanicals that we are using. We also know that some constituents may increase the risk of bleeding, and so we also don't want that while pregnant either. We know that some are generally hazardous. Those we don't use in day-to-day aromatherapy use, so we certainly aren't going to start using that while we're pregnant. You will also read online that essential oils cause abortion, and this is one of the main reasons why people say you should not use aromatherapy while you're pregnant, but this is not true. Some essential oils are hazardous and have been taken in massive doses with the intent to cause an abortion. So this doesn't necessarily mean that an essential oil does. It doesn't mean that it is an abortifacient. It means that massive doses are inappropriate. Massive doses of medications are also going to cause severe consequences, but it doesn't mean those are abortifacients either. 
I would go so far as to say that for almost most or even maybe all essential oils, taking large amounts, massive doses of any essential oil while pregnant is going to cause serious consequences. It is also going to cause serious consequences when you're not pregnant. So the research does not indicate that all essential oils are dangerous for pregnancy. In fact, actually because of their properties, they actually may be very beneficial as remedies when no other medications can be used. One thing to really remember is that when essential oils are diluted appropriately, it actually is a minuscule minuscule amount that makes it through the skin. So by the time it reaches the placenta, it's actually a very tiny amount that is actually being absorbed. So it's just important to remember that, that when it comes down to it, it actually is very, very minimal amount. Even still, small amounts can actually be helpful for the baby and the mother. And on the other side, there is still a possibility for an adverse event. So we just need to be just using some common sense approaches as well. And so I want to assure you right now that essential oils are safe during pregnancy. This is the first time you've listened to me. I do have another episode all about pregnancy and aromatherapy where we'll really get into all of the different types of essential oils you should avoid. It is episode four called Pregnancy and Aromatherapy. You can find that in the show notes or scroll back. And for the purposes of today, we're just going to talk about essential oils specifically related to pain that can be used safely. There are no hard and fast rules. Even the experts disagree on dilution amounts and which essential oils should and should not be used. So a lot of this is going to be what you you are comfortable with, what your primary care provider is comfortable with, and also your individual health experience. All right, let's get into pain. Why do essential oils help for pain relief? How How do they work? So because they have so many constituents, They actually have many ways that they can work, but generally speaking, essential oils interact with our receptors and specifically with our sensory pain receptors called nociceptors. So perceiving pain involves peripheral nerves responding to potentially harmful stimuli. So there's pain receptors or the nociceptors send signals to the central nervous system, the spine, where it travels to the brain, signals the brain and pain is perceived. So there are different types of nociceptive pain, some involving deep tissues like muscles and bones, as well as viscera like your internal organs. And there's also different types of pain like neuropathy, which is more about nerve pain and experienced in a different little bit of a different way. Essential oils interact with the nociceptors and can block the detection of pain from the sensory receptor. This is called antinociceptive. So essential oils can be antinociceptive, meaning they can block the detection of pain. These are constituents like paracymine, linalool, carvacrol, alpha-philandrine, 1,8-cineol, and these are in oils like oregano, thyme, lavender, copaiba, eucalyptus, for example, and many, many others. Essential oils are also analgesics. Essential oils have many different types of analgesic actions, mechanisms of action, but typically the way we use them, they are topical analgesics. And topical analgesics are medications or botanicals in this case that cause the loss of the sensation of pain. So this is caused by an interruption in the nervous system pathways between the sense organ and the brain. The result is pain relief. 
methyl salicylate found in wintergreen, alpha pinene found in pine, frankincense, cypress, balsam fir, and many others. 1,8-cineol found in eucalyptus, linalool found in lavender, menthol found in peppermint, and other constituents have this action. They are analgesic. Not all of these are going to be good for pregnancy. We're going to get into that in a minute. But when we look at peppermint and actually also eucalyptol or 1,8-cineol, it engages with the receptor in the body called the menthol receptor. Engaging with this receptor produces a cooling effect and pain relief. So pain and temperature often use the same pathway. So this is why peppermint relieves pain, but at the same time can also have a cooling sensation. Additionally, menthol in peppermint also interacts with some receptors in the brain, which may contribute to a change in the brain signaling as well, which can contribute to pain relief. So how do we use these? So that's quite a few different options we have. How do we use them? So some people talk about inhaling essential oils to relieve pain. And since constituents enter the brain through the nose, and since we just talked about some of them engaging receptors in the brain, this could be a useful way. It's probably more applicable to headaches and and the stress associated with pain and with providing relaxation. What I find to be more useful is actually to apply essential oils right on location. So if your toe is hurting, it makes more sense to put essential oil right on the toe, for example, or if you're pregnant, it's your hips um, or your lower back. It makes more sense to put your essential oils right on that location because that's where the pain is. To me, if your back is hurting, it doesn't always make a lot of sense to inhale an essential oil to try and relieve pain in your back. You're better off to actually apply it on location. Some people like to make a synergy or a blend and just use a couple of drops at a time. For pregnant women, 1% dilution is the usual recommendation. So in a solution with 100 drops, that's 99 drops of carrier oil to one drop of essential oil. So I personally find that to be very conservative use and sometimes find that clients don't get as much relief. And so I'll go to a bit of a higher dilution. You know, at the same time, pain tolerance and pain experience and pain relief is very individualized experience. Some people can handle a lot more pain. Different botanicals will work for different people in different ways. And so it's just really good. You have, I find you have to test this out a little bit and see what works for someone on, uh, in this area. And also, if you're not pregnant, this, uh, that's key here but you have acute pain, sometimes a 90% synergy. So 90% essential oil to 10% carrier oil. So you're going to have a lot more essential oil there. Or neat application is appropriate as well. This is going to be used in a small area for a short amount of time to help reduce pain. And I find that that is very helpful as well. Personally, from years of living with chronic pain before healing up all my joint disease, I found that I experienced the best pain relief from using neat essential oils layered on my location of pain. So this means putting one drop on the location without carrier oil and then putting another drop over top and then another and another up to, you know, four or five drops. Neat application isn't going to be recommended if you are not used to essential oils or you're just starting using them or you're pregnant. If you have sensitive skin, which can also happen during pregnancy, your, your skin can suddenly be a little bit more sensitive, then, you know, this type of skin, sensitive skin cannot usually handle neat essential oils. So it's, you know, you're, you're going to want to use a carrier oil and you're going to want to just test it out on your skin first to see how your skin reacts. 
So it's possible to use them neat. It's just not always for everyone. And it's generally not recommended while you're pregnant either. So dilution slows down the absorption of essential oils and makes it safer for skin use. And so, so you have less reaction. And so that's important when you're pregnant and pretty much anytime. We can also use essential oils in the bath as well. And so I find that it's best to mix them in a bit of carrier oil and then add them to Epsom salts and then add that salt mixture to the water. So if you would just put straight essential oil in the water, it's gonna sit on the top of the water. It's not really gonna mix in there very well. And so you may find that it irritates your skin. So I find that this is the best way to use your essential oils in the bath. It's a really great combination of hot water and essential oils just to relax and help reduce pain and actually relax the muscle themselves as well. So less is more here as well because heat encourages absorption into the body, right? You're opening up all of your blood vessels and so you, you're going to absorb more. So we'll use probably about four drops in a mixture at once. It's probably going to be enough while you're pregnant. Aromatherapy massage is also another really great way to relieve pain. So massage is a wonderful complementary therapy for your sore muscles, obviously, and can really help with pain reduction during pregnancy. So adding in a massage oil that has essential oils in there can be beneficial for pain relief, inflammation, muscle relaxation, as well as stress relief that might be associated with the pain as well. So it's going to be a really great way to use essential oils while pregnant. And so you're, you want to make sure that you're consulting with a massage therapist who is trained in aromatherapy as well as pregnancy massage therapy as well. Okay, so which oils are safe to use exactly during pregnancy for pain relief? So I mentioned a few oils earlier and out of all the ones I mentioned, the one I want you to avoid is wintergreen. So wintergreen has that methyl salicylate in there, which can increase the risk of bleeding. And so we do not want to be using this while pregnant. It's also considered a little bit of a stronger, tougher oil. Some people find it to be hazardous. I personally love wintergreen, but it is not one to use while you're pregnant. So avoid that one. But all of the other ones I listed for you are going to be great essential oils. But here's some ones that you can use that are safe for pregnancy are not contraindicated for pregnancy. Balsam fir, cypress, all species of eucalyptus, frankincense, lavender, specifically lavandula angustifolia or lavandula officinalis, marjoram, peppermint, and spearmint. So those are the main ones that I use. There's probably other options, but those are some really good, easy starting essential oils to use. And I really typically stick to balsam fir, cypress, lavender, marjoram, peppermint. Those are my favorites. And I find if I use all of those, in that order with carrier oil on location, I get a lot of relief. Remember the recommended dilution is 1% for pregnant women. That combination of essential oils with the, the tree oils in there, some of the lavender, the marjoram, those are going to help with inflammation. The marjoram specifically is gonna be beautiful for muscle. So I really like to get at pain relief. I like to target inflammation. I like to target muscle relaxing at the same time so that we get more of a rounded experience for pain relief. And sometimes, you know, if your pain relief is simply your headache, for example, then 
you know, that sort of eucalyptus and lavender, for example, or any of those really will help with, with headache relief. But I like to see that targeted application, that targeted look at pain so that we're not just trying to relieve pain. We're looking at the muscle tension underneath or the ligaments. So when we kind of get that rounded look, then we're going to have better pain management. So some other things that women should really consider are also to remember to rest. Your body's doing a lot when you're pregnant. You have a lot of extra pressure, a lot of extra weight, a lot of extra fluid, a lot of extra blood. Make sure you are resting. You know, when you're standing for long periods of time, it puts a lot of pressure on your body while you're pregnant and that can lead to pain. Also, don't do any heavy lifting, you know, just get somebody to do that extra little bit for you, especially as you get farther along in your pregnancy. And then, you know, make sure you talk to your physician or your midwife about other integrative care like physiotherapy or chiropractic care as well. And that massage therapy, because that can really help if you have some muscles to strengthen or they're going to have some really great tips on how to really get some relief, even yoga specifically for pregnant women. That can really help stretch out your muscles, those kinds of things that can really help support the body as you change and expand and grow and move and accommodate a new life. And then, of course, make sure to speak to your doctor, your midwife, and consult with a qualified aromatherapist before you use any essential oils, just to make sure that the species that you have, you know, the brand you're using, the protocol you're going to engage in is actually appropriate for you while you're pregnant, that you don't have any other medications you're on that are going to be contraindicated for that essential oil, that you're not, you know, some sort of risk you might actually have in your pregnancy is not going to be a risk for that botanical. And some some other last minute little things that we need to talk about. If you have repetitive cramping that resembles contractions or signs of labor, you have sharp pain, you have pain in one leg, you have sudden severe belly pain, then you need to see your doctor or midwife immediately. Discomfort and aches are normal in pregnancy as you expand and grow and change, but don't ignore pain or other symptoms because pain is a signal from the body saying, you know, there's something potentially wrong here. Something is going on. Pay attention to this, please. So any sudden severe pains need immediate medical attention as there might be something more serious going on. For those minor discomforts and aches that go along with pregnancy that are normal, essential oils are a beautiful way to help support the body through this process. Sometimes we feel really limited and we're just really willing to put up with a lot of stuff, but there are things we can totally do that will help support the body and prepare the body for bringing in a new life. So if you are a pregnant woman, congratulations. I'm very excited for you. Know that there are totally things you can do to help your body in this time and just honor your body, honor where you are, honor what your body is telling you and your little babe is telling you, you know, you need to rest and pay attention and honor yourself and give yourself what is needed in this time. All right, so those are some options that we can use during pregnancy. I hope that this was helpful for you and that you are able to find some relief along your journey. All right, beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel so inclined, please subscribe, rate, and review this show. For show notes and more information on essential oils, please visit livelovelemon.com forward slash podcast. And we love to know what you're up to and how you're using your essential oils. So head over to Instagram and find us at the Aromatherapist Podcast. My name is Cheryl Witten, and I am your aromatherapist.
we have to share with you this obligatory disclaimer. Information in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a replacement for medical advice or for professional aromatherapy consultation. If you need medical care, please visit your physician. Speak to your primary care provider, pharmacist, and a qualified aromatherapist before commencing any programs.